why don't we just praise God in here? Why don't we just, amen, just, amen. Amen, amen. Thank God. It's, you congratulate yourself for learning something new today. Amen, amen. Let me share with you and about three, three scriptures I want to share with you. I'm very pointedly in our celebration of this season. Luke 2.15. Luke 2.15. That's our first one. And it's there that you will find these words. And it came to pass, as the angels were going away from them into heaven, shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord hath made known unto us. And then if you would, go over to the gospel as recorded by St. Matthew, chapter 2, chapter 2, and verse 10. <clears throat> chapter 2 and verse 10 <clears throat> First response we saw was from the shepherds. Now we are coming to the wise men. Here is their response. It says, verse 10, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And then Matthew 2 and 3. I'm going to show you this last response. It said, when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, all Jerusalem with him. Amen. We see here, and what I want to point out is three different responses to the same announcement. Three, three different responses. And my question to you today is, what is your response what is your response to this wonderful birth that we are celebrating? <clears throat> One thing <clears throat> that sticks out to me in this season and on these days and during these days is in the midst of all of these festivities is that there are so many different responses to the season. And my brothers and sisters, as I ponder and as I looked in the midst of all of these festivities that are going on now, there are so many people who are responding in so many different ways to the same message. 
And there's a reason for that, my brothers and my sisters. There is a reason for that. And the reason why, there are so many different responses and so many different ways of looking at this thing is because Jesus, and this might sound strange, but Jesus is the most controversial figure that has ever been born on this earth. Some of y'all are looking funny. <laughs> I say Jesus is the most controversial figure that has ever been born on this earth. Yes, Jesus, the one who came to bring joy to the world. The one who came to bring peace on earth and goodwill to men, yet his very name sparks controversy. Y'all hear me? You want to get some mess going real quick on your job? Start talking about. Y'all hear? I, I know I'm right about it. Why? 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 Well, because the name of Jesus is the only name on earth that requires a response from all mankind. Y'all ain't hearing this. In other words, in other words, according to what we believe the Bible teaches, according to what our belief is in the Bible about Jesus, everybody on earth, sooner or later, will have to deal with Jesus. Are y'all hearing me? That's what we believe according to the word of God. You may not like him, but at some point, you're going to have to deal with Jesus. Want to know why he's so controversial? Who, who is it? Who, who is it that does? Who, who doesn't want to have a life and have it abundantly? Who, who is it that doesn't want to have an abundant life? Who is it that does not want to live forever? Who is it that does not desire to have a peaceful and joyful life? Everybody does. Y'all hear me? Everybody does. Everybody wants a peaceful and joyful life. Everybody wants to live forever. But here is the controversy. Here's the controversy. According to the word of God, all of these things only come through Jesus Christ. Are y'all hearing me? You want to upset somebody on your job? You want to upset somebody on your job? You go to a non-believing co-worker and tell them that they're going to hell. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? You want to upset somebody on your job? Go to a non-believing hell. Yeah. Work and tell them they're going to hell. You're going to hell if you don't accept Jesus Christ. That's why you got to wait on the guidance of the Holy Spirit to tell you when to move. You just can't jump out anytime. And yeah, you got to wait on the Holy Ghost to open the door for you and get both ready for you because that those are fighting words. Are y'all hearing me? To somebody who is a non believer, want to see something break out real quick? Go, go to somebody. Who, 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 is, who, who, who is well and ask them, yeah, somebody who, who's, who's, who, who think they got it going on and well off, yet unmade it, got it laid in the shade. You want to you wanna, you wanna upset somebody? Go to them and ask them, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? 
and lose, are y'all hearing me? And lose his soul. I'm just trying to show you how Jesus is controversial. This whole thing we believe is, brings about controversy. You find, you find somebody with an ego like 45. <laughs> you go some, find somebody with an ego like him and tell him that every knee is going to bow. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? You, you go knock on the White House door and tell him to come to the door and put your finger in his face and tell him every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. You want to get yourself killed right quick? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yet. Nobody wants to hear that. There are those who, who just will not accept that. Yet, these are the truths that the Bible clearly teaches about Jesus. The life and the message of Jesus is laced with absolutes. Let me show you what I mean. Jesus says, I am the way. Not, the, not, not a way. <laughs> Y'all hear me? He didn't say I am a way. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And then listen to this. Sounds arrogant, but he can back it up. No man comes to the Father except by. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, you, you know folk getting mad when they hear stuff. You say, well, you folks on your job say stuff like, y'all act like y'all the only, y'all the only one know how to get to heaven. Well, y'all act like Jesus is the only way. Well, he is. Are y'all hearing me? You see how that starts, huh? He is the center of everything that we believe. And then, on top of that, you take a crazy man like Roy Moore in Alabama who, who will take the name of Jesus and misuse it to try to carry out his own agenda. Are y'all seeing no wonder Jesus is such a controversial figure. No wonder people respond to him in so many different ways. Jesus is the reason for the season. Are y'all hearing me? But, but, but you got to understand that, that Jesus is is, is the only focus, he's the only thing that all of us have that, that we can focus on. So not only is he the reason for the season, Jesus is all in all, the world to all of us right here. Now, what we're looking at now, everybody is reacting to the birth of Jesus. Look at the malls. Look at, look at, look at, look at every store. Look at the traffic everywhere. Everybody is reacting to the birth of Jesus. But although everybody is responding to his birth, they are still confused about how to respond to him. Y'all hearing this? We know how to respond to the birth, but we still ain't quite got how we need to respond to him. 
there is really no great surprise here. There's really no great surprise here because when you read the Christmas story, you find that even then there were different responses to the birth of Jesus. Are y'all hearing me? In spite of the fact that Jesus came to all and for all, there were those like the wise men and the shepherds who gladly welcomed him. But then there were those like Herod who despised him and who rejected him. Why? Why the difference? Why is this difference in reception to the same Savior? If you read this Bible account, you read these Bible accounts, you'll see that the message, read the, read the story. Yeah, it, it, it came first to the shepherds. Let me say it another way. It came to common folk. It came to folk who were on the job. Yeah, the first message of the coming Savior came to common folk who were on that. Somebody ought to shout right here. Jesus came, and the message came, first of all, to plain, ordinary, common folk. If, if that message had come to the king's palace, some of us never would have heard about it. Thank God he showed up, and the message came to common folk. Of all the folk who could have been chosen to first receive the message of the Savior's birth, the heavenly message came first to common working folk. They received the word from the heavenly host, uh, and while they were there on their job, while they were there doing what they do, they were there watching their flock. But watch this, watch this. When they heard about what happened, when the angels told them what had just happened over in Bethlehem, they were on the job, but they clocked out. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. They, they, they clocked out. They clocked out and went to see. Listen, listen they clocked out and, and they said, now, now let, let's go to Bethlehem. I know we're still on the clock. I know we're still on the job, but let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing. That has come to pass. Are y'all hearing me? Let, 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 and, and listen real closely to what they said. They didn't say, let's go to Bethlehem and see if this is really true. They were walking in faith. They said, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing. They are moving in faith. And they were so serious about it. That they left their sheep, they left their livelihood to go into town and see this wondrous Savior. That's one response. That's one response. But then Matthew points out another group of folk, how they responded. Actually, the truth of the matter is this is another class of folk. These are wise men. They, they are referred to as wise men. They were, they were men of means. They, they were educated and they were well-learned men. And you began to see right off that Jesus came for everybody. Somebody ought to shout. 
He didn't just come for coming folk. He didn't just come for well-learned folk. He came for everybody. For God so loved the world. He came. He came for everybody. Thank God he didn't come for a certain group. But these men, this group, these wise men, because they were learned men and because they had studied the words of the prophets and they were, they, they were really expecting a sign. They, they were stood it up. They, they, they knew what the word says. They were expecting a sign. And when they saw the star in the east, y'all ain't hearing me, because they had been studying and because they were in the word of God, when they saw the star in the east, Matthew 2.10 says that when they saw the star, they rejoiced. Yeah, and were exceedingly glad. Not only did they rejoice and were exceedingly glad, they got themselves together and look at their response. The Bible says that they headed toward Bethlehem. Headed toward Bethlehem. And then let me just throw this in. This is extra. It ain't going to cost you a thing. Yeah, they didn't go empty-handed. <laughs> You'll get it when you get home. I hope you get it for offering time. They didn't get it. They, they didn't go empty-handed. They, yeah, they went bearing gifts. They went to worship him, but they went bearing gifts. Y'all hear me say it every Sunday morning. You hear me say it every Sunday. Giving and worship go hand in hand. Are y'all hearing me? Giving and worship go hand in hand. But then, but then there is a third reaction here. And look at this third reaction. Herod the king. The king. Uh, Herod the king, you... You have to wonder about his reaction. You have to sort of wonder about this reaction to the Savior of the world. Matthew 2 and 3 says that when he heard it, when he heard the message of the birth, he was troubled. He was troubled, and not just him, read it good, it says that all Jerusalem was troubled with him. All these different responses to the same Savior. How can people receive the same message and respond so differently to the same message? Two groups who went seeking, but Herod says to them, y'all go look for me. Y'all see this? Look at this response. Two groups went looking for Jesus. Herod said, y'all go find him. Y'all seek him. And after y'all find him, y'all come back and tell me. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? How can there be so many different responses to the same Savior? Study shows. Study shows. You say, y'all go find him and come back, and then I'll worship and study. Real study shows that he didn't have a desire to worship. <laughs> Truth of the matter, he wanted Jesus dead. He, he wanted to destroy him. Why? Why? Why such a different response? Well, 
why, why couldn't Herod enjoy Jesus like everybody else? Why couldn't he get on with everybody else? Well, maybe he just had a little too much going for him. He, he, he's king. Are y'all hearing me? He's, he's king, and he put in his time, and he's done whatever he needed to do to be the king. I'm sure he's probably had to kill some folk. Do whatever he needed to do to get that out of office, to become king. And yeah, he did all of that all of his life, wanting to get to the throne. And now he is finally on the throne and gets word that he is a baby that's born king. Are y'all hearing me? I, I don't work for this. I, I, I've been doing all of this to finally get to the top. And you're going to tell me that a baby is going to be born and he's already king. Are y'all hearing me? So his response, his response was, go find him. And while he gave the pretense that he's going to worship him, he really wants to destroy. Are y'all hearing me? Y'all see all of these different responses to the same Birth, same birth, the birth of the same Savior. There are some who glorify him, some who go to see him, but then there are others who just can't stand the thought of somebody else coming in and ruling their life. Are y'all hearing me? All of these different responses to the same Savior. Well, I've said all of that to get you to this one point right here, and I'm almost through. What is your response? <laughs> I said all of that to get you right here. What is your response to the birth of the Savior? Are you daily seeking after him? Are you one of those who made up your mind that I'm going to get to where he is? Or are you trying to find a way to stay on your own throne? I just said something right there. That, that's the conflict right there. See, Jesus requires everything of us. We've got to give up everything to follow him. But there are those who ain't willing to give up nothing who are sitting on their own throne. So while there are some who yield in the presence of Jesus, there are others who are threatened in the presence of Jesus. I'm almost through. Y'all are going to be first in line today. Jesus... My brothers and my sisters, even to this day, there are still many responses to this wonderful birth. But although there are many responses, I come to tell you, there ain't but one message. I just said something right. I said... There are a whole lot of responses, uh, but there ain't but one message. And I come to make sure that y'all got the right message. As you go from mall to mall and store to store, I need to make sure that we all got the right message. What is that message? Here's the message right here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, I could stand here a whole lot longer, but I can't say nothing more powerful than that. God loved us so much that he gave his only son to die in, are y'all hearing me? To die in my place. Gave his only begotten son, but that ain't the end of the story. Yes, he was born, but he also died. 
But let me give you the good news before I sit down. He died, but he ain't dead. Y'all ain't hear me? Early Sunday morning, he got up. No power in his. I ain't trying to shout you today. I just want you to think. How are you responding? How are you responding to this wonderful gift that has been given to us? How are you responding to this wonderful birth announcement? If you're here today and you have not responded, I. I came, I got up this morning to come and tell you that he came for you. Yeah, he came for you. You may have had others to make you feel like you are nobody, that you are nothing, but I come by to tell you he came for you. He came out of love for you. And if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. He wants to save somebody up in here today. If you're unsaved, you have not accepted him today. Let me just invite you. Let me invite you to come. Let me invite you to make a decision today. You will follow him. Somebody ought to be moving. 